Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time for another bonus off-menu live tour show release, James. Very exciting, this one. The first night of our double... I I mean, someone could call it a residency. Yes, a two-night residency (laughs) at the Royal Albert Hall from the 9th of October 2023. Uh, Just to remind you, if you didn't listen last week, there will be callbacks in this show to things that happened in the first half when we asked the audience their dream menu. Don't worry about that. It just means you won't understand that joke, but they'll... There's some great stuff in there. Yeah, and, and our delivery is so good, it'll probably be funny anyway. Yeah, you'll probably chuckle anyway, to be honest, knowing you guys. Uh, the secret ingredient was runner beans. Did we say it was Ellis James? Nah, I don't. I hate that guy. I'm not going to mention his name again. We shouldn't really mention no. it was Ellis James. Yeah. He's a rival podcaster. There's about a billion podcasts out yes. there. All of them are awful. Yes, it, a lot of podcasts about things he's not qualified to speak about. So... Let's hear the live off-menu from the Royal Albert Hall with Alice James. James. Welcome to the off-menu podcast, taking the grandma of conversation, getting the bad beef of humour, pouring over the gravy of the internet and creating the wet podcast of wet meats live at the Royal Albert Hall. Panic to the end. Right. Panic to the end. I said the wet podcast of wet meat, which doesn't make any fucking sense. It made perfect sense. That is Ed Gamble. My name is James Acaster. We own a dream restaurant, and every single week we invite in a guest and we ask them their favourite ever start a main course, dessert, side dish, and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Alice James! James. Okay. <laughs> what, you're just laughing to yourself at saying our guest Alice James are in the Royal Albert Hall? It's really funny, man. <laughs> Really funny, me, you, and Ellis at Royal Albert Hall. So much to ask him. Um, we've known him for a long time, and I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to yeah. this. So, 
It's going to be a fun one. So let's crack on. Without further ado, this is the off-menu menu of Alice, Alice James. James. Go. James, what are you doing? Yep, yep, sorry. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, we all know that James is the genie in this, never discussed why. Uh, so, there's a genie in that lamp now, so we're going to have to get the genie out. Um, I can't be asked to get up and rub the lamp, uh, so you all need to imagine rubbing it. Imagine rubbing it with your mind hands. Imagine rubbing the lamp, something might happen. Oh, just. Oh! <laughs> Oh, where is he? Where's the cheek? Rub, rub, rub. Rub. Welcome, Ellis James, to the Dream Restaurant. I've been expecting you for some time. Oh. There we are. That's where the money went. We're selling this entire set to Panto straight after the tour. If it feels a little bit like I'm in a rude Panto. <laughs> You know the rude ones that Jim, Jim Davidson does that are called things like boobs in the wood? Boobs in the wood, yeah. Jim Davidson, man. One day we'll get to his heights, man. <laughs> He's another respectable guy. Alice, are you a foodie? I wouldn't say I'm a foodie. I would say I'm... Thank you. I would say I'm a, a very, very enthusiastic eater of food. Yeah. So, what's, the, what's the difference, do you think, between those two things? Well, I don't cook elaborate dishes, but if you cook me an elaborate dish, I will eat it and I will love you for it. But the enthusiasm... The intensity with which you look to be there. Yeah. And I would love you for it. <laughs> but I think the enthusiasm can occasionally be quite irritating. Because I remember in the first couple of weeks of lockdown, Izzy was... She was down. She was anxious. She was pissed off, especially in the morning. This is his wife. And after about... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after about 14 days, I thought, I need to broach this. I was like, what is it? Is it... Is it what's happening to our careers? Is it the fact there's a global pandemic and we don't know what's causing this thing? And she went, no, no, it's not that. It's when you eat Weetabix, <laughs> you don't realise you do it, do you? And I said, what do you mean? She went, you don't know you do this thing. And I said, what? And she went, when you eat Weetabix with every fucking mouthful, you say, mm, yeah. <laughs> The fact that it's fucking Weetabix yeah. as well. <laughs> so it's like... Mm, yeah. <laughs> what do you have on your Weetabix? <laughs> Plain. Plain. Just <laughs> yeah. with milk. So I'm trying to cut down on sugar. But I really... I've, I've switched over to porridge now. Mm. And what do you say when you're eating porridge? <laughs> Yabba dabba do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sometimes at night, I will think to myself, less than eight hours to go. Then it's porridge time. I bloody love it. I love, and uh, she, was, she used to say as well, and you, when you pour squash into a pint glass, oh, yeah. you sort of go... <laughs> <laughs> because you can't wait. And you don't seem to be bothered by this pandemic, but I am. Mm. Because for you, it's just more Weetabix and squash time. <laughs> the little detail in that story that after two weeks, you asked your wife what was wrong. <laughs> All right, what is it? The global pandemic, is it, I suppose? <laughs> I think I 
was, I just thought it was, I just thought it was general worry about the pandemic, but it was that very specific thing. And then... You're still not understanding what I'm saying. No, no. <laughs> I'm saying it's mad to leave it two weeks before you check to see if your partner's okay and what's wrong with her. You go, no, you don't understand. But I, th- I thought it was general worry. <laughs> so I left it. We Unchecked. Were t- well, we were, yeah, we were talking about general worries a lot, mm. but that, that wasn't the headline. The headline act was me going, mm, yeah, every time I, I eat Weetabix. But the fact is, if you've said, mm, yeah, every time you have a mouthful of Weetabix for as long as you've lived, it's, it's a really hard habit to get out of. For as long as you've lived. Yeah. Were you aware that you did it before it was no. pointed out to you? No. So then, next morning, having had the chat, I've got the spoon. I was fucking trembling. I was like, can't say it, man. You can't say it. She's going to lose her fucking mind if you say it. No matter how much you're enjoying the sweet Bix, you've got to pretend it's a normal cereal, man. She is on the edge. <laughs> So then I'd have a mouthful, and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Pretend it's a normal cereal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not a fancy, tasty one like yeah. Weetabix. <sighs> Pretend this is just a normal, boring cereal. Just a normal, boring cereal. And I like them all. But Weetabix, at, at the That's time... The top, is that, a, is that we, at the top for you, Weetabix, cereal No, I would say historically special K. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I'm bikini beach body ready, Ed? It's just bowl after bowl of Special K. And, um, I mean, a long time ago, Cocoa Pops. Mm. Uh, but Cocoa Pops, sugar's had a bad press over the last sort of 60 years, so I've mm. kind of... I've tried to quite radically change the way I eat over the last... But you had a lot of Cocoa Pops back in the day. Back in the... Oh, I mean, up to about... Up to about the sort of end of Britpop. <laughs> Coco Britpops, famously. Yeah. Sorry, I sick. Why are you sat like that? <laughs> no, no, keep sitting like that. It's fine. Right, it's nice. good. I like it. It's good stuff. I'm just having a really good time. It's, nice. it's, like, it's, like, it's like we're on T4. <laughs> um, would you have a Bran Flakes with Baileys? A big fun of Bran Flakes. Yeah, of course. With Baileys? Yeah, yeah, someone here. That's what the, the no. dream meal is. No, I used to eat over the summer holidays bran flakes, Weetabix, all bran and Coca Pops in the same bowl. In the same, all in the same bowl? All in the same did you, bowl. Did you have a name for that cereal? Yeah, cereal time. <laughs> all, all bran, Weetabix and bran flakes, you say? And Coca Pops. And, oh, and Coca Pops. So that's like yeah, the fun. Yeah, yeah. I used to do it with my cousin. And then... <laughs> Good to know what clips we're going to get out for the trailer of this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've thought a lot about my choices and I've realised how much the way I eat has changed. Because I don't want to... It's no disrespect, disrespect to my mother, but we used to have the same meal on every night. There was a rota, like a seven-day rota. I remember this. I remember you had a routine about it. Yes, And I if did. you are going to list the foods that you had... Yeah then I would like you to do it in the way that you did it in the routine years ago, which was you did it like a Top of the Pops rundown. Yes. Yes, I'd forgotten about that. 
Monday night chicken tonight. Yeah, but that's, this isn't how you did it, is it? <laughs> you, you, you went, you went, da 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 Funny night, and it, that's the way you did it. I, think I feel everyone... like chicken tonight. Well, were well, you lucky because you're having it tonight? It's Monday night, and it's always chicken tonight. <laughs> yeah, th- Thursday night was pizza because my mother had aerobics. Yeah. So you needed something quick. Friday night, obviously fish. And so then, when I went to university, I was. I was exposed to new tastes. Take us, what was the first new taste you were exposed to at university? Black pepper. <laughs> Wowee. Where were you going to university? Delhi? This is incredible. <laughs> I, I lived with a girl called Caroline who'd been privately educated. And um, she was a really good cook. She used to like to cook. Yeah. And I lived with her in the lovely girl. I lived with her in the second and third year, and her boyfriend Chris. And she used to love to cook. She introduced me to risotto. That was great. She also introduced me to uh, coriander. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She made a carrot and coriander soup, and I was so overwhelmed by it. <laughs> but at the end of the bowl, I kissed her on the cheek. <laughs> and, said, and said, "Thank you." What the fuck was that? <laughs> she was like, it's carrot and coriander soup, Bellis. And I was like, well, I'm, now I'm going to eat it every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> so we always start with um, still or sparkling water, Ellis. Still. <laughs> yeah. When you've had lemonade... Which sparkling... I imagine, for you, what was that, post-grad thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> When you've had lemonade, yeah. sparkling water is so profoundly disappointing because it's got, it's got the same mouthfeel as lemonade, but yeah. it tastes like lemonade that's gone off. Yeah. And I've never really been able to get over how disappointing that is. So, and it's, it, it kind of dries your mouth, mouth out as well. It's not even a, a thirst-quenching drink. Yeah, so yeah. I don't really trust people who like sparkling water, actually. I kind of think, what's your game? A bit suspicious not, of them. Not sure. There's a lot of people here who are, you seem to be like saying what they've been thinking all their lives and they're quite yeah. excited about this. I'm a kind of man of the people, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think that still water out of a glass bottle just feels classy. You know, when you think, yeah. this, is, this is living. <laughs> yeah. There goes the man of the people. Yeah, yeah. And it feels, and it feels really heavy and you're like, yeah. I'm in a top, top restaurant here. You know, you, g- you give yourself away in the top, top restaurant when you're sat there just going... Whoa, look at that. <laughs> feel that. Feel that. Who do you feel like, when you say it feels classic, what are you imagining when you've got the bottle of sparkling water? What uh, great figures in history do you feel? Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, s- um, still water in a glass, in a glass bottle, bottle is what feels... Sparkling water can get fucked. I don't care Sorry, if that's... still water in a glass but bottle. Like, Still water in a glass bottle. Plastic bottle is fine. I'll have tap, make a saving. Yeah. But when they do, occasionally you'll, you'll order still water and then they'll bring it in a glass bottle and they're charging you. And mm. that's quite annoying. But still, if it's a glass bottle, I think, <laughs> I'm earning. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. And it just, yeah, and it's very thirst quenching. Lovely. Does Izzy like it when you have a glass bottle of still water or does that annoy her as well when you're going around going this is classic 
th with every mouthful. I, I think I've had to dial down my general enthusiasm for that kind of thing because it's sort of charming for the first hour you know someone and then it becomes grating quite quickly. Mm. So, and I've, I've learned that over the last uh, 42 years of my life. So, yeah, so still water. Where's Izzy tonight? She is doing a gig that, fun fact, I was meant to do that I pulled in order to do this. <laughs> Supposed uh, to be doing a show with, with your partner, and then you got offered this, and you immediately dumped her. Yeah. And because what, she brought along to the show to represent you as we speak across London? Uh, four pairs of my torn pants that I haven't thrown out, and I don't really wear unless it's a real emergency. Mm. But for some reason, I don't know what it is about my physiology that does this, my pants tend to tear in the sort of gusset area. Yeah. They look like they've been slashed at by a kind of, like a, like a tiger or a bear or something. Yeah, so they're going to be on a table representing me because I did pull out with a gig to do this because I quite fancy doing the uh, Royal Why Albert Why do you Hall. keep them? Why, yeah, that's a question. Why do you keep them? Um, well, I mean, in the 80s. What? People used to use pants as dusters. Do you remember this? No? Anyone else remember that? I think there's one person over there who remembers it, and I kind of think, yeah, every now and then I'll get the, I'll get the Mr Sheen out. So do you use those, those pants as dusters? No, I don't do any dusting, but when I get into dusting, <laughs> the pants are ready. Problems up bread! Problems up bread, Alice James! Problems up bread! In an Indian restaurant, Poppadoms, mm -hmm. in any other kind of restaurant, it has to be bread, doesn't it? Uh-huh. I know that's not the question, but this is my dream restaurant, and I will say what I want. Are you getting heckled? <laughs> Are you getting heckled by people on the front? Uh, so it's got to be bread. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be crusty French bread that is so crusty it makes people laugh out loud when they bite into it. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? Is that a thing? It's so crusty that people laugh out loud when they bite into it. Sometimes. Yeah, but you make some weird fucking noises when you eat anything. Yeah. yeah. You should see me eating chocolate. Is, I mean, I, I've, I'm really trying to eat less sugar, and I will go for weeks without eating any chocolate at all. And then there'll be, there'll be a set of circumstances that means there's chocolate in the house or cakes. And like it was my daughter's birthday last week, and a birthday cake was made, and. I mean, my God, it's like, it's midnight, and I'm eating it over the sink. <laughs> and it's a, it's a kind of woodland animal noise. It's like... Alice, <laughs> 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 what's going on down there? Nothing, nothing, nothing! <laughs> are you, how are you, what's your sort of body position while you're eating this? Where, where are you? Hunched. Yeah. <laughs> Lights off. Like, uh, I was doing a gig and someone brought um, Tony's Chocoloni yeah. to, the, to the stage door. And I, I was like a hostage. Like, I ate it in about 15 seconds in the corner, away from everyone else so I didn't have to share it. It's like really, really sad. So, yeah, I make noises. I, I, I'm not going to apologise. Did you for laugh when, when you have the crusty French bread? If it's really crusty, you'll, you'll go. <laughs> Yeah. You laugh to yourself. What's making you laugh? The taste or just how... Because is it so crusty that you think this is hilarious just how crusty so it is? Cr just the, the audacity of the crust. <laughs> <laughs> we 
You're like, <laughs> what were these guys bloody thinking? <laughs> this is mad. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's how much funny. How much crust would there have to be for you to stop laughing? Yeah. Like, how long would the crust go on for if you go... <laughs> oh. It's not funny. French bread the day after. Yeah. If anything, I'm solemn. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's quite chewy then, and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, and this is disappointing, isn't it? But when it's, when it's straight out the oven, when it's warm, and it's crusty... And you're you're like, laughing imagining it, aren't you? <laughs> This isn't an act, by the way. Before, <laughs> before we came on tonight in the dressing room, we just got uh, we ordered some sushi, and uh, Ed and I were just eating our sushi, and Ellis was eating it, going, "I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. We're up all eating sushi." <laughs> Kept clapping his hands and rubbing them together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the time. And doing this. Ooh. Yeah. So happy. It's nice, man. Butter? No. What? Gets in the way, if anything. Yeah. What an odd podcast you've created. Yeah. <laughs> at the Albert Hall. Yeah, that fucking... That deserves a boo. What you say, butter gets in the way of bread? Um, no, I mean... This is... There's one person here wooing you butter, who's quite excited. Butter superb on toast. You know toast is bread, right? Yeah, 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 but it's... <laughs> yeah, but, like, I, I'm not toasting the French bread. It's straight out of the packet. Mm. Packet? It's, yeah. OK. <laughs> cool, all right, yeah. Yes? It's the 80s, Ed. Oh, is it one of those part-baked ones that you put... You no, take no, 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 it's just from a packet from Tesco. I'm right. eating it in a trolley. It's 1983. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm young. So, you know, this is your dream meal, right? You yeah, could, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could be in France, you could get this from a, ba- a boulangerie in France, but you're having it from a 1983 Tesco. <laughs> the French bread. Do you know what? Going abroad hadn't occurred to me, actually, when it came... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your dreams. When it came to the dream restaurant. But going back in time did. <laughs> I would say this about you, and that is absolutely true about you, that you prefer the past to foreign travel. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, you, you say that. It's like the first time I tried Nutella. I remember I was at a mate's house. 40th birthday. <laughs> he said, try some of this. <laughs> who, who said this to you? Who, who, who said this to you? It, was, it would have been my friend, Reen Lenny. Mm-hmm. And he said, try some of this, man. And I said, what is it? And he said, it's a chocolate spread. We discovered it in Eton. Yeah, no, no. And I had it on a spoon. And I was like, where's this from? And he said, France. I remember thinking, I have got to travel more. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is mad. Chocolate on toast. This is just insane. But you're right. And to be honest, you're doing two nights, aren't you? Yeah. I think I need to come back tomorrow night with some quite radically different choices. <laughs> because it hadn't occurred to me that obviously I could, I could travel. Yeah, shit, shit. <laughs> but oh. you don't want butter, you still don't want butter on it? No, it, it's just, it, it, makes, it makes the French bread sort of slimy, so I want... Slimy? Yeah, I, I, I just, I want to taste the bread. When, when you were a kid, did you used to put your hand into it and take the dough out and then it was just leaving the crust? 
But then what have you got to laugh at if you're not eating? <laughs> yeah. If you're just eating the inside the, the, well, well, then, with then a straight you're, face. You're saving the laughs to the end then. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the laughs. You're just laughing at crust. Absolutely losing your mind at the end just eating the crust. So do you eat all the dough? You're like miserable eating all the dough. Yeah. No, and then just fucking pissing yourself eating the crust. <laughs> Floating on the ceiling like Mary Poppins laughing. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. The, the dough is good, but they're kind of two different things, aren't they? They're two yes. different experiences. Yeah. So I, I, I would, I would save that for different moods, different vibes. You know, so I, I would eat the dough in the trolley. What? When I was being pushed around the trolley. Oh, sorry. You're. Uh, so you've not just gone back in time. You are the age you were then. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, sitting right. in yeah. the trolley. Alice, why did you think this wasn't information we needed? <laughs> So you're a, a little boy in Carmarthen. You're sat in the trolley as your mother pushes you around Tesco's in the 80s. Yeah. And as you're being pushed around, you're uh, reaching your baby arm. arm, which is probably yeah, yeah. not even as deep as the, the yeah, loaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get about halfway down. Yeah, inside. And you're pulling out the, the white doughy insides yeah. and eating them. And then we get to the till, and my mother apologises and says, don't worry, I can pay for it. Yeah. And then flash forward to being at the Royal Albert Hall in 2023, and I'm thinking, fuck, why haven't I gone to New York with my choices? <laughs> but, that, but you want to be that age, eating the inside with your arms, yeah. and then go home and eat just the crust and laugh your head off. Because that's the happiest I've been eating bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it never really lived, it's never really been that good since, I don't think. Great. Okay, well, yeah, it's, it's not one we've had before. <laughs> no, we haven't had that before, funnily enough. Are your dream starter, Ellis? This is your, your menu proper now. Okay. We get to know the real Ellis James. Right then. Well, he's bought notes. Because, because the way I've eaten has changed quite radically, yeah. I'll give you what I'm going to choose now, yeah. and then I, I will talk to you about some of the things that didn't make the cut. That, that, to be honest, tell the story of the real me. Okay. Honourable mentions. So Honourable my dream mentions. starter is uh, salmon sashimi with ginger. Now, now, the ginger thing we should probably explore. Yeah, before yeah. we move on, let's talk about ginger, because when we ordered the, sa- the, the sushi pre-show, after we'd made the delivery order, you got unhappy for the first time. We hadn't seen you unhappy. <laughs> and you were like, oh, shit! <laughs> I didn't order ginger. And he went, can I have all the ginger, please, guys? <laughs> and you started pleading with us. James really had to try and calm him down because he was head in hands. Yeah. Going, I'm meant to order extra ginger. And I had to say, don't worry, Ellis, I remember that you like ginger because I yeah. bumped into you once at Paddington train station and you were eating a wasabi uh, takeaway and you were going on at me about how you love the, the pickled ginger. Yeah. So I knew that you liked that anyway. So we'll, we'll save it all for you. And then when it arrived, you were, I think you checked about three or four times, please, guys, don't eat any of the pickled ginger. I really want it. <laughs> So when you were really freaked out about it when it was on its way and it was too late, yeah, James had to really just say that there is there will be plenty of ginger. We've ordered quite a lot of sushi, and you went, "Can I have all of it?" Yeah, (laughs) because there is no such thing as enough. Like when I go to wasabi, I will order maybe twenty-five packets of the little gingers. What? Yeah, easy. But you know, it's, you know what it's for? You know it's like a palate cleanser in between. I don't care what it's for, mate. <laughs> Addicts don't care what it's for. <laughs> I think half of those ginger packets are to cleanse the palate in between the other packets of ginger, right? That's <laughs> for you. Yeah, so when there was a Japanese restaurant near us that closed down, sadly, and on the last day they were open, 
the, the guy who owned it in his van drove down with all of the ginger they never got round to using, kilograms of the stuff, and said, I've never met a guy who likes ginger as much in my life. Please take it. We had kilograms of it in the fridge because I will eat it first thing in the morning at lunchtime. So there's nothing I won't eat it with. So he knew as soon as they shut down, he was like, all that ginger's going to that guy's house. Yeah, 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 yeah. You already had a reputation for liking yeah. ginger too much. I would, I, would, I would go and pick up a takeaway, and as I would walk in, he would say, don't worry, we've got it. <laughs> what sort of things do you say when you're eating the ginger? Do you have a little catchphrase for the ginger? Just yeah. a chilling kind of silence. <laughs> But you didn't always, like... There was a time where you didn't eat anything like that because you, no. you had to do a, um, an actual, like, deliberate project to make yeah. yourself like that stuff, right? I had, I had a very, very childlike palate until I was about 35, and then on, <laughs> on the radio show I'd, I'd do with John Robbins because he really, really loves... Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> That's good, man. That's four in 5,000. <laughs> nice Across stuff. the UK, that amounts to a lot of people. <laughs> well, he, he loves spicy food. Like, I never saw the appeal of it. Because I thought, why would you want to eat food that hurts? Like, what's the point? What? It's mad. You're he the said, one laughing at crusts, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he said, no, no, genuinely. It, it, once you get past the stage of it, of it being unpleasant, it's, 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 you, you, get, you become euphoric. And I now, as someone who now likes spicy food, there are certain curries that make me feel euphoria. Mm. <laughs> so I, but I had such a bland palate, I had to start off with ginger biscuits. <laughs> and then I, then I moved on to English mustard. Yeah. That's a big jump. Yeah. It is. I'd had experience of English mustard before. Well done. I'd had it on ham. <laughs> and there's some students in France passing yeah. around a pot of English mustard. Where does this come from? A place called England. So, we need to travel more. And then I started buying... <laughs> then I started buying the weakest chilies in Tesco and then putting them on salads and things. And then I, I got... Project Spice, it took about nine months. I got as far as... Just Vindaloo. slipping in there that it's called Project Spice. Hasn't yeah, mentioned yeah, that yeah, yet. Yeah, not mentioned that. So I, I got as far as Vindaloo, and now I've, now I've dialed it down to sort of Madras or Jalfrezi if I'm in an Indian restaurant. And that's when you, you're euphoric? No, there's a, there's a mustard, a prawn mustard malai curry, and it's not hugely spicy. It's probably less spicy than Madras, but the, the euphoria from that has lasted, on occasion, three days. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'll be walking along and I'll just, like, have a flashback to how much I enjoyed the curry, and then I'll give it a quick round of applause, and then, <laughs> then, and then on I go. So the, the pickled ginger was part of Project Spice, yeah. and I just fell in love with it, and, my God, what a, what a, what a meal. It's your favourite thing. So this is, this is your starter, but you don't think yeah. it represents who you are, necessarily. I, Salmon sashimi with yeah. pickled ginger. I, I thought for a long time about uh, barbecue spare ribs from a Chinese restaurant, because that is one of those meals that when the spare ribs come out, you're like, we're having a good time now. But you have said that about every food we've talked about. Yes, so that far. is true. <laughs> uh, I love Rocket, so I was thinking of, like, Rocket and Grand Padano. 
cheese, maybe? <laughs> Just Rocket. I love Rocket. Yeah, they have it on its own. But, to be honest... Love Rocket sounds like a name for a dick or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, go on. What I, what I really want, as much as I like sashimi, uh, salmon sashimi and ginger, what I really want is, like, a big plate of sausages. <laughs> But for the table. <laughs> that is, that's it. Yeah. You came alive when you said that. Yeah. Fuck this salmon shashimi bullshit. Yeah, big yeah. plate of sausages. You clearly want a big plate we of were, sausages. We were in, have you ever been to Betty's Tea Rooms in Yorkshire? Popular, I've never been. You've never been, have you ever been? Yeah, well, in where? In, there's four of them. <laughs> there's, I feel, is it, was there one in Harrogate or something? There's yeah. one in Harrogate. Yeah, I've been to the Harrogate one. There's one in uh, Ilkley, North Alfreton, I can't remember the York, maybe? York, York. right. It, it, they're all in Yorkshire, yeah. They're Yorkshire, in Yorkshire. Yes. yeah, that's the county. It's big fan of your puddings in Yorkshire. It's like not everyone is. It's like a it's a it's a forty-five minute wait to get in. Yeah. And it's it's been there since about nineteen eleven, so the waiters and waitresses are dressed like it's just before the First World War. And so you make, love it, obviously. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> they make a really for the nice You're dressed as a baby, scooping <laughs> the middle out of a baguette. <laughs> I, I was there at the weekend. And my daughter had sausage, beans and chips, and I f finished her sausages. Because she'd finished, I mean, I wasn't... <laughs> Look over there, yoink. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like, well, I paid for them, so technically they're mine. It was none of that. But they were really nice sausages. And after the second or third soft bite, I just thought to myself, why am I not eating these three times a day, every day? <laughs> And then I thought, all right, then, I'll, me I'll mention that for my starter. A big plate of sausages. A big plate what, of sausages. So what kind of sausages are these? Because there's a lot of different types of sausages. But these bog-standard, straightforward bangers. Uh, bog-standard sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, do, uh, like, I, I will eat a sort of pork and leek, but really it's like a, a Cumberland sausage. Yeah. The kind you would buy in a newsagent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. News agent but, sausages. But, but they're <laughs> cooked to perfection. Oh, yeah. Mm. So dark, dark brown, like in, like in Fireman Sam. <laughs> you know when Elvis is burning the sausages? Yeah. Just before the point he's at. Yeah. There. I, those are the sausages I want on a big plate, but for the table. And do you want any sauce, or does that get in the way of the sausages? Uh... Ketchup. You'd like some ketchup. Um, yeah. yeah, so ketchup. But did you say Fireman Sam was making them, or did I mishear that? In the in the original opening credit, original opening titles, yeah. Elvis, who's very bad at cooking, yeah. is trying to fry some sausages and he's burnt them. Yeah. But he's actually not burnt them drastically. He's 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 not far off. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to think to myself, he's actually. A minute less, and he's basically made perfect sausages there. Yep. So I want a minute less than Elvis and Fireman Sam sausages for the table. But do you Lovely. want... Do you want Elvis to cook them? Elvis to cook them. <laughs> do you want Elvis and Fireman Sam to cook them for your dreams? Well, I think he'll, he'll fuck them up, won't he? So <laughs> I, I want him to be there. So we can learn. But then for someone with a steady hand on the tiller to go, no, 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 now's the... Take them off now. Was your daughter excited that you were doing, doing this podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about this. I, 
<laughs> I told her yesterday. How old's your daughter? Uh, she's nine. Yeah. I said, I'm doing quite a big show tomorrow night. She went, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, um, I'm doing a, a, a live podcast with Ed Gamble and James Acaster. And she went, Ed Gamble? <laughs> I said, and she's met James lots of times, right? But I, I don't think she's met, I don't even know. No, met I don't, right. not properly, no. She went, Ed Gamble? And I said, yeah. She went, Ed Gamble? I said, yeah. She went, oh my God. Everyone at Brownies has got a crush on Ed Gamble. Everyone at Brownies. I said, I said, I said, what about James Acaster? She went, oh, he's been mentioned. <laughs> well, you didn't tell us that earlier. <laughs> He's, he's been mentioned. Good to know I'm in the conversation. You're yeah. part of the conversation. Because she went on a brownie camp, but her tent flooded. So she, she, had, she was put in with much, much older brownies. Yeah. And they just talked about... She said it was boring. They just talked about sex and crushes and Ed Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said they were much older brownies, as if that makes it any better. Yeah. Don't worry, they were much older brownies. You're part of the conversation, James. Yeah. Yeah. You are absolutely part of the conversation. I'm part of the conversation. Yeah, they're talking about it when they're waiting for their tents <laughs> to be put back up. Yeah, I don't... Anyone here fancy James A. Caster? Let's move on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed. 
answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your dream main course, Alice, because my, my ego can't take any more of this. Uh, considered chicken madras. Yeah. Considered the prawn, mint, uh, prawn mustard malai curry that makes me feel euphoric for three days. <laughs> but I've actually gone... Oh, considered uh, bolognese. Yeah. Tortured it. I mean, bolognese is nice. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but not, you... not enough people are saying this. It's a good yeah. dish. But then, if we're looking at the menu as a whole... You've come on and said, oh, I'm, get, I'm, doing, I'm doing great with food now. I eat better food now. And your menu so far would be a plate of sausages and spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you, you, can't, you can't choose something that you've only been eating for a week. I mean, the, you discovered it pretty recently. The, the menu makes no sense at all. That's fine. As a main, I've gone sea bass with steamed vegetables and steamed greens, in fact, and uh, dauphinoise potatoes. Because I had, I had steak and dauphinoise potatoes in a place in Crystal Palace, and at the end I shook hands with the waiter and said, that is literally the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And I think he thought I was taking a piss by chance. I genuinely wasn't. So was that the first time you'd had dauphinoise potatoes? I think it might have been, actually, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought I'd done potatoes. I've had crisps, I've had chips. But this is on a different fucking planet, man. <laughs> Boiled. You yep. know, roast. I've, I thought I'd done them all. And to be honest, with potatoes, it winds me up, actually. Mm. We, we kind of perfected potatoes years ago. Like, um, skin on chips, skin on fries. What the fuck is that? Uh, like, triple cooked chips. Just cook them once properly. <laughs> Why? Disgusting. But it makes, them, it makes them crispier on the outside I, and fluffier in the middle. I, I don't want that from a chip. What it's do you the want? maniac's choice. You sure? I mean, yeah. that's pretty much how you like your bread. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be laughing no, your no, head no, off no, eating no. some triple cooked chips. Fries are great. Chip shop chips are great. Yeah. Oven chips have their place. Yeah. yeah in, in the, the fucking bin. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, yes, in the, in the fucking bin. Uh, but, yeah, but dauphinoise potatoes, just... Just amazing. Because um, as, as, it's my dream restaurant, though, alongside the sea bass, because sea bass is nice and light, because I'm there with all my friends, and we're, 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 you're there. You're both there. We're the both there. Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're, we're going to go clubbing after, so we're nothing, nothing too heavy. I'll bow out after the meal, if that's okay. all right. <laughs> so, Who else is there? You said all your friends are there. Uh, you. Yeah. And Ed. Ed, yeah. yeah. Izzy's there. Izzy, yeah. 
Uh, Widdicom. Okay. Josh uh, Widdicom's there. Yeah, yeah. And Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes me. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in my dream. Yeah, yeah he and likes he, lo- he loves my stories. Yeah. And I'm keeping it together. And we're having a really great conversation. Can I just check? Are you still a baby at this point? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he really respects me. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul McCartney famously respects anyone who, for a start, eats a full plate of sausages. <laughs> well, <laughs> you say that. Yes. But I once read an interview with Paul McCartney where he said... Yep. If, if, when he's in a top restaurant, he's like, you know, if I want a bowl of cornflakes, I'll just ask for a bowl of cornflakes. So that's the kind, that's the level he's at. Yes. He's also, the level he's at is vegetarian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a big plate of corn, Linda McCartney sausages. Yes. That's going to bring back bad memories. All right, you can't corn do that. sausage. All right, then bloody tofu sausage shaped meal, meal foodstuffs. <laughs> he's lost his mind. We did he's... it. Mission accomplished. End the show. He's had a breakdown. <laughs> Tofu-shaped <laughs> meals. You want tofu-shaped no, meals? Sausage-shaped tofu meals. All right, okay. Paul McCartney is... He's on the, he's on the table ne- next to us, so he can't see what I'm eating. But he can hear what we're saying, and every now and then, he leans over... T- t- but never looks at you. Never, never look. Just like that. Yeah. That, that sounds like a really good point, actually, yeah? Um, <laughs> But he can't see what I'm eating because alongside the sea bus, I'd like uh, a small like disc of, of steak with with, um, with English mustard because I think English mustard is the world's greatest condiment. But I don't want yeah, but I don't want to I don't want a whole portion because I'll be too full for my pudding then. Mm. So a I just small want a little disc bit, of steak, just a little disc, what? like a sort of fifty piece. Sized. 50p? <laughs> yeah. Just the size so, of a, 50, a 50p? Because otherwise, because I've got, obviously I've got the Dauphinoise potatoes, the sea bass, I've already had a lot of French bread. Yeah. Uh, I've had my sausages. I'm going to get full very quickly. Sure. So, so this is just I mean, to taste. I, never mind, like, we turned you into a baby earlier, but we can't make yeah. you not full. Well, I, for our 10-year anniversary, we went to a, a Michelin-starred restaurant. Yeah. And, um, it Do you remember taste- what restaurant it was? It was Trinity in Clapham. Nice. Is this you and Izzy or you and John Robbins? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, it, was, um, it was a tasting menu and Izzy knew someone who worked in the kitchen. And because we told them it was our anniversary, they treated us, we got more than we should have done. And it was our 10-year anniversary and I ate so much. Very sad to say, I was then unable to, to fulfil my physical promises I'd made. <laughs> because I'd... Because I'd... Because I'd eat... <laughs> because they just kept bringing puddings. Yeah. And if, if it felt rude to say no... But what it... But what it didn't it, feel rude <laughs> to say no to her. What it, what it meant was... I was in the car park... Leaning what? against a wall. Hang on, what? <laughs> just, Wait just, till you get home, for fuck's no, sake. No, no just... You know, just, on our anniversary, man. No, just, just exhaling, because I was so full. It's like a... <sighs> oh, 
Whoa. Okay. Because I was so full. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm desperate to avoid that scenario. Because are you planning on having sex with your partner <laughs> after the dream meal? Well, I just never... It, it was actually very unpleasant being that full. Mm. But it was in the back of your mind on your anniversary, oh, we'll probably have sex later. And yeah, then I you... mean, it was part of the conversation. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Hey, we've all been part of the conversation. <laughs> And you're, but you're now in the car park thinking, I'm going to have to... I just thought, this is, this, this is not happening for days, the way I, <laughs> the way I feel. So I've, I've, since then, I, I promised myself I would, I would stop overeating, because it's mm. actually very... Was it just the way it made you feel? You didn't feel uh, sexy, or was it more of an actual physical impediment? It, it, was, it was a physical impediment, yeah, yeah, Ed. Yeah. Ed, I wanted to die. <laughs> I, I, I pushed my body to its very limits. <laughs> so you want a 50p-sized bit of steak? Yeah, but, but top, like, restaurant quality. Yeah. That's another thing I say to Izzy, because she now does most of the cooking. It's actually flipped. It used to be me, mm. but over the last couple of years, it's, it's become Izzy started to cook more, and I will often, to, to keep her confidence up, I will say, that is restaurant quality. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Such an, like, an amazing image of your home life building up in our head now. That is restaurant quality. Restaurant quality. Yeah. Okay. What, what? So it, this is top quality steak, but only a small amount so I can have it with English mustard, and then we can move on. Okay, yeah. and that's next to your sea bass. That's, now, can yeah. we, get, we need to get into the, into the, nit, the nitty-gritty with the veg here. So you've got steamed... Spinach. Yeah. Okay. With a little bit of nutmeg, green beans. Okay. <laughs> well, um, okay, someone's going to need to Google something for us. <laughs> uh, no, no, don't move on. No. <laughs> we need to Google. You got your phone out. You know what I want you to Google, and I have to say it to you. Can you Very tell us important. more about the green beans? Well, I really, I really like my greens. I like kidney beans. Uh, <laughs> sorry, something fucking mad is happening in this room. <laughs> and I, I cannot put my finger on. Yeah. Don't you don't need to put, you, you leave your fingers off it for now. We've got an answer. Because I. I like spinach, I like cabbage. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, uh, He's fine. I've, I've, You're in the clear. Carry I'm on. You're in the clear. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on talking. I feel, like, I feel like I'm trying to walk across an icy lake. Well, as long as you walk and don't run. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tender stem broccoli. Yeah. Fine. But I would like the chef to discuss them with slightly more enthusiasm than you two muster on your advert at the start of the podcast. <laughs> That's a good advert. Yeah. We had to 
originally, James wasn't around. I had to record that by myself. You've never felt more fucking insane than recording <laughs> an advert for broccoli alone. <laughs> My sister thought that advert was fake, was a prank. She's like, you can't do an advert for tender stem broccoli. It's like doing an advert just for cake. <laughs> yeah. And she was so, like, I'm not going to go to that, because we give a website address at the end. She's like, I'm not going to go on that website. It's just going to be a picture of you, Ed, and Toast, dressed as broccoli. <laughs> well, I love, I, love, I love my greens, so it's with greens and dauphinoise, potatoes, and then a disc of steak with English mustard, but only a small one, so I'm not too full. Now, because you, it's a big night. Are you factoring your dream side dish into that, or is there a different dream side dish? Different dream side dish. OK, well, let's move on to that and hear what your different dream side dish okay. is. I mean, the two that almost made the cut, <laughs> special fried rice, <laughs> shredded chilli crispy beef. But I thought, what genuinely makes me happy? <laughs> I'm out. So why do I feel like looking at a bowl of sausages so now? <laughs> Absolutely I thought, thought sod it, it's my dream restaurant, so for my side, I'd like a box of milk tray. <laughs> Ellis, being here with you tonight is very special. <laughs> Royal Albert Hall, someone's finally chosen milk tray as their dream side dish. Can I ask? No. No questions needed. <laughs> I respect the choice, but you're not fucking anyone after this meal. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> the, Am I at least... Fuck you, Spencer. <laughs> Hope you guys are very happy together. Am I at least in the conversation, Ellis? <laughs> I don't want to break those brownies' hearts. That's the thing, so... <laughs> break those brownies' hearts. <laughs> can I check? Can I check? With the milk tray... Yeah. Are you reading what each chocolate is before you eat it, or are you just... I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's, a, it's actually a box of milk tray with a difference. It's normal two-tier, but it's actually a third-tier, and the third-tier is just the Turkish Delight ones, which get... An insanely bad rap. Yeah. Mm. Like, and like, I like Turkish Delight, but actually the cheaper end of Turkish Delight is the nicest stuff. Agreed. Fry's Turkish Delight yeah. is way nicer than the stuff that's covered in what looks like cocaine. That you 100%. Sort of... 100%. I would take a Fry's Turkish Delight or a military Turkish Delight over that powdered stuff any the, day. The, the powdered posh stuff, yeah, no, yeah it, it doesn't even compare. It's and I always good. think that for some reason... Turkish light in milk tray, it's like people, at Christmas, people leave it. It's, it's always one of the ones that's left at the mm. end of the sort of festive period. Mm. I love that one. So I would have a whole tray of that one because there's never enough of it. That's but the top layer for you. That's the top. It's actually the bottom layer. That's the treat at the end. Yeah, so yeah. I've worked my way that's through. That's the treat the, at the end I've after the two other layers of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually getting emotional here. This is beautiful. <laughs> it's really great to hear. I never hear someone... Oh, this is... Alice, I didn't expect this from you and this is wonderful. <laughs> So I've had the top two layers. I like them all, uh, but then I've got a very similar attitude to Turkish like milk tray as, as I do to pickled ginger. You can never have enough, and then there's a whole tr uh, sort of layer of them at the bottom. Then, and that's when we move on to you know pudding. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Are you eating all of that just 
straight away or are you going back and forth with the, are you having a mouthful of sea bass then a bit of Turkish delight? No, there's a sort of, there's a sabbatical of about 10 minutes when I don't talk to anyone. Yeah. And that's when I'm eating the milk tray. So for the sea bass, well, you know, we're, we're having conversation with, you know, we're, we're, we're swapping stories, we're all sorts of stuff. We're having a great time. Yeah. We're laughing, we're talking about our childhoods. McCartney's McCartney, McCartney's, that sounds like a really good point. <laughs> but then there's a kind of 10 minute sabbatical where everyone goes on their phones and I'm just eating the milk tray. But and you're still I, at the table with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, then I return to the fray refreshed, revived. And I say, sorry, it's my dream restaurant, and I will eat what I want. Yeah. I love it, Ellis. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Deserve, deserves a round of applause. Your dream drink, Ellis James. Dream drink. I've become a real coffee dickhead <laughs> over the last probably three or four years. Mm. So I... I don't like craft beer. I don't really care about beer, even though I drink it. Mm -hmm. I don't really care about wine, but coffee. So I would like uh, a V60 hand-brew coffee made with Panamanian geisha beans, made specifically by the coffee-based YouTuber James Hoffman. <laughs> so he is world, a lot of people really he's world barista of the year 2007, and mm -hmm. now he's a, cof he's a coffee YouTuber. And he's brilliant. I've watched I mean, you don't need to tell me about him. I obviously subscribe. <laughs> I've oh, watched, I have no idea who this I've person is. I've watched all his videos. He's a re I really love his videos. So he will do videos where he'll tell you the best way of making French press coffee or, or AeroPress or V60 or, you know, the best way to make espresso and this kind of stuff. And he'll talk about grinds and temperatures and all, all sorts of stuff. And he'll talk about different equipment. Sometimes he used to be able to buy like coffee-making kits, which would be quite popular at Christmas in the 60s, and someone will send one in and say, this has been in my garage for 58 years. And he'll go, I'll drink it. And then he'll make coffee with the kit and follow the, uh, follow the instructions, and then at the end of it say, inevitably, that is absolutely disgusting, right? <laughs> but I'm, he, he, is, he is the absolute don. And I once saw him in a coffee shop I really like, so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to keep on coming here because if he's coming here, then it's yeah. obviously a good place. And they make... Geisha beans are the most expensive beans you can buy, really. Uh -huh. And I've bought the beans for, for at home, but I've never made it... I've never made it as nice as when I'm in, the, as when I'm in this cafe. Yeah. So he's making the coffee, right? Now, I read a review that Grace Dent wrote in The Guardian about a coffee shop in King's Cross that was selling cups of coffee that was 16 quid. 16 quid. And I thought, I've got to try this. <laughs> So I cycled up to King's Cross from my house, took about an hour, yeah. turned up, and they'd sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was texting my friend, uh, Sean, who's a comedy writer, and she was working on a comedy show in Cardiff, and she was in the writer's room. And she just texted, like, what are you up to? And I said, I've cycled to King's Cross to try this 16-pound coffee, and they've sold out. But she was in a writer's room with a load of other comics that I knew. And I didn't know that she was relaying this information to the writer's room. Within about two minutes, I had like 20 text messages. When did you turn into a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? 16 pounds? Are you mad? So, but I, it is, it's my, it's my vice. So I only have like two cups a day, mm -hmm. but I take it quite seriously. However, if you want the real me, uh... I mean, that really, uh, 
felt like the real yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got right. so intense. Yeah. You, you held the Royal Albert Hall in the palm of your hand yeah. Yeah. for that whole thing. Well, just talking about grinds and beans. To accompany the coffee, I would like a can of Grolsch and a pint of Ribena. <laughs> That's all sides of Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I do know you love Grolsch. We're on yeah. a text group together, the three of us, and you regularly will bring up how much you love Grolsch. It's just, you know what you're getting. Yeah, a bad beer. <laughs> no, but beer that tastes like beer. Uh -huh. It doesn't taste like, you know, pomegranate and, and pasties or... It's like... On a podcast I do, we used to sell Beer 52. Have you ever drunk that stuff? It is absolutely horrific. <laughs> it's like, oh, this, this one's great. It tastes like mango and fags. <laughs> You're like... No, I think I'm all right, actually. Oh, there's a lovely cigarette uh, tobacco undertone to this one. And, you know, peaches. No, 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 no. I just <laughs> want it to taste like lager. Well, I, we, we've been sponsored by Beer 52 again, uh, and we, you know, we very much love them, and if they want to come back and sponsor us some more, that's, <laughs> that's great. And, I, you know, I have, I, I have tried the beers, and I really like them. I had a lovely stout uh, that was uh, blue, blueberry maple syrup and that waffle flavour. It tastes flavor. like the Turin Shroud and dust. I drink all of that stuff. Oh, I love it. No, 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 no. But, but coffee is the, is the one area uh, where I get really pretentious. Mm. So I would like a pretentious coffee, uh, but then washed down with a nice can of crotch. You know, I, I collaborated with Signature Brew on a sour beer, which was, uh, it was rhubarb crumble and custard flavour. That is, you are ill. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is mad. That's was, a mad sentence. It was called Let's Get Eddie to Crumble. <laughs> Humans have been making beer for like 20,000 years. Mm. So it's about time they fucking up their game, I think. <laughs> Rhubarb and custard crumble. Yeah, and I did another one with Volt, Volt Brewing, who are great. They're an Edinburgh-based brewing company uh, that was apple and guava flavour. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you're essentially having a grosh with a Ribena. That sounds pretty much like what's being made here. Mm. That's yeah. the, surely this is cutting out the middle. I've, you, you, I've this realized, is one drink. I've realised... Well, I've had it pointed out to me. <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> I wonder not the same who by. That, that I don't really care having lots of different tastes around the same time. So we went on a brilliant holiday to Portugal. It's the best holiday I've ever been on, and it was the breakfast buffet. And they they had everything. They had absolutely everything. And on, on the second day, Izzy's very good. She doesn't go on her phone in front of the kids. So we were eating breakfast, but she was on her phone. And I said, well, what are you doing? And she went, oh, I've, uh, I've set up a WhatsApp group to criticise your breakfast choices. <laughs> because it was... It was all there. Yeah. So I had bacon, sausage, egg, melon, cucumber, spinach, almonds, cheese. All on one plate. All on one plate. Yeah. That's the, you know, that's the issue. That's olives. the weird thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olives, yeah. Don't and forget she, the olives. So she said, you've got lots of different, you've got lots of traditional acceptable breakfasts there, but all on the same plate. Yeah. So why don't you go, like, go have the fried section first and then go back for the cucumber and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, on the holiday of a lifetime. 
I want to, I want to take the, I want to, the kids want to go to the beach. Let's just get it, let's just get it done. <laughs> and then we can move on. Is that what you said after your anniversary meal as well? <laughs> Walked right into that, motherfucker. Yeah. Mackerel, that was in the mix. <laughs> so, are you, with these three drinks, you've got the coffee. Yeah. You've got the Grolsch. Yeah. And you've got the Ribena. Yeah. We know you like weak squash. Izzy's told us that on the, yeah. On the yeah. live episode Actually, we did with her. Absolutely well, destroyed the, the, you on the, live the weak squash came about because I was trying to wean myself off the stronger stuff. <laughs> Why? B- because the levels I was drinking it at were insane and had to be stopped. <laughs> So I realised I had such a sweet tooth that I thought, OK, well, I'll, I'll move on to, like, sugar-free squash. So it's, it's water, but it's got a bit of taste. But this is the dream restaurant, so I've gone back to... Like, Ribena tooth kind and Ribena light, light and all that kind of stuff was just... It is funny the way he says tooth, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just... I, I wanted just to acknowledge that, because it felt quite tense in the room where everyone was going... Is he saying tooth? Does he mean tooth? Thing. Tough kind. <laughs> sorry, it's... Uh... It's an accent thing, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, tooth kind, which sounds insane. (laughs) Um, But the the Ribena tooth kind uh, is just disgusting. So if you're not going to drink the proper stuff, there's no point drinking it, I think. Yeah, I mean, although I reckon if you stopped drinking normal Ribena for five years... by being the tough kind would taste like normal by being yeah. would you are you sip 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 or are you whole drink whole drink whole drink um in sequence coffee beer i've been a coffee beer i've been a coffee beer i've been a coffee beer i've been an end <laughs> get it done and move yeah. on pickle ginger cleanse the palate bosh we arrive at your dream dessert, Ellis James. Very exciting. You've already chosen milk tray. I know I'm in good hands here. What are we talking? So you're already positively like twitching because of sugar at this yeah. point. Caffeine and <laughs> yeah. it's everything. Well, no. If I was in a nice restaurant, I would probably go cheese board. <laughs> what a fucking twist! <laughs> Drew him in. Oh, milk tray, milk tray. Oh, well done, Alice, well done. <laughs> Bam! Cheese board yeah. in your fucking face. It sounds like this is a qualifier. I don't think this is the so final I thing. So like, uh, uh, I really love blue cheese. <laughs> Sweet Christ, Alice. <laughs> really like blue cheese. Yeah. All these new tastes. Amazing. I like strong cheese. I like weak cheese. You know, yeah. I love the, some of the weak cheeses are my favourite. Well, I mean, that takes me back. As a student, I used... Oh, God, this is, this is embarrassing. As a student, yeah, I used to... Yeah, it is ar- fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I used to argue that all cheese tasted the same. It was either weak or strong. That is a foolish position that I used to maintain yeah. 25 years ago, OK? But I've moved on and accept that cheeses have different tastes, qualities, vibes. However... This is the dream restaurant, mm. and because it's a dream restaurant, my dream pudding is Little Chef's Mississippi Mud Cake. Hello. Oh, a man. lovely choice. I believed in you, Alice. 
I think it might have you. been. Was it Mississippi or Alabama mudkick? Mississippi. It will be Mississippi. Mud yeah. Kick, surely. I just. I will. Like, I actually googled the Little Chef menu yeah. today to try and find out definitively, but it it hasn't been in business since like 2006. So it was. Yeah. Sadly, no one had uploaded the menu as a kind of. I think. Fond farewell to Little Chef. I think it's more likely to be Mississippi mud cake because yeah, of the but, because of the alliteration. I don't think they're going. I wish we could use three M's, but it's unfortunately the recipe's from Alabama. <laughs> that, oh my God! Take us there. They used to, You could have it hot or cold. Yeah. Ooh. But there was no wrong choice. <laughs> what would you go for, little Les James? I started off as, assuming that hot was the right answer, mm -hmm. and then the ice cream would start to melt on it. But actually, once I'd gone cold, I thought the fondant icing now has got real heft. <laughs> and the heft is actually fantastic. Like, did you used to eat a lot of French fan fancies in the sort of 80s? <laughs> did you ever eat fondant French fancies? Yeah, I know them? what you mean, but why do I have to have eaten them in the 80s? <laughs> well, you know, they're still available now. We've yeah. established Ellis was eating only French things in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> And he only eats, he only eats puddings that, all, that have three words and they all start with the same letter. <laughs> but I don't eat them anymore. No, but you only ate them in the 80s. Uh, well, I, uh, Britpop? Up, up to Blair. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but the Mississippi mud cake from Little Chef. We used to eat in Little Chef quite often as, as kids. And um, wasn't it just like a, a roadside thing? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a motorway service station restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which services would you drive to? To there was there was there was one in St Clair's near Carmarthen, and we used to eat we used to eat in that one quite a lot. Uh -huh. And um, I have your table ready for you. <laughs> I, I I remember once my um we went there one weeknight, and my my mother made us wear our school uniform so we looked smart. <laughs> it was gala dinner night at the Little Chef. <laughs> People announcing you as you come in, the James family! <laughs> what else would you get from Little Chef? Do you quickly reel off your Little Chef menu for us? I, well, the, um, the burger was massive. Are you uh, sure you weren't just a child? <laughs> no, the burger was the size of a plate. And then there was the Olympic breakfast. I think one of the reasons I'm not a foodie is that when, when I was growing up, I'd never met a foodie. I didn't meet a foodie until about seven or eight years ago. Because when I was growing up, if, if you ever mentioned a restaurant, like if people would say, oh, we had Sunday dinner in the Phoenix and Goslas on Saturday, and people go, was it nice? They go, yeah, the portions were massive. <laughs> <laughs> so the way everyone discussed food was always based on portion size. Yeah. And I think that the way we, we eat in the UK has changed almost unimaginably in the last, certainly 20 years, 25 years. Hmm. So Little Chef, there was the Olympic breakfast. I can't remember what they called the burger, but it was massive. My favourite burger would have been Wimpy, which I actually still think is better. It was better than McDonald's and it was better than Burger King, and you got it on a plate. Uh, with lovely finely diced onions. Um, so I, used to, I tended to have the Olympic breakfast when yeah. I was eating Little Chef, uh, followed off with the, followed with, by the uh, Mississippi mud cake, and then the little barley sugar lollipops that you'd get at the till yes. if, you'd, if you'd been a good boy and cleared your plate. Yeah. I forgot about the barley sugar lollipops at Little Chef. That yeah. 
So if you've been a good boy and you've eaten all your Mississippi mud cake, you'd get a fucking lollipop, would you? <laughs> Where do you think your sugar addiction came from, Alice? <laughs> I mean, now, I, I would say I'm, I would class myself as a health eater. Mm. I don't eat, I haven't eaten, apart from Betty's birthday, I haven't eaten chocolate for weeks. It's just I can't have it in the house. Mm. Because if it's in the house, I'll eat all of it very, very quickly. So I cannot buy it, but I can't own it mm. for a long period, <laughs> if you know what I mean. That sounds bad. I've, no, I, I guess I've never heard anyone use that term before. I've never bought chocolate and considered <laughs> myself a chocolate owner. It's always a transient relationship, right? Yeah. You can never truly own chocolate. The yeah. A-casters know this. We talk yeah. to each other. So. <laughs> but you know, some people will have the same pack of biscuits in the house for like five days. Yeah, th those people are fucking psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what I can't... I can't do that. So I, I either don't eat it or I eat it, like, chillingly quickly. Um, I, obviously, I'm disappointed that... Because um, we've had a lot of stories from your childhood. Yeah. And um, I was hoping you'd talk about the farmer who lived next door who used to bring around tomatoes for you because that's my favourite story from your childhood that I'm now trying to tee you up for. Oh, yeah. About Sean the dog. We had a dog called Sean the dog. <laughs> James has given away some of the details of the story. And um, I'm going to change his name. The dogs? No. Too late. They know it's called Sean, man. So Miss, Miss, Mr Davis next door used to bring us tomatoes. Okay, Mr. Davis we're going with. Yeah. The other Welsh surname. <laughs> so his real name's Mr. Williams. And Sean the dog had jumped over the fence and Mr. Davis had a goose. Called, called Petra? <laughs> yeah. And there was, a, there was a bucket of water in, in Mr. Davis's garden. And Sean, he meant no harm, he was a puppy. He just, he was very excitable. And uh, he, he worried and panicked the goose to such an extent that the goose put its head in the bucket of water and uh, took its own life. <laughs> I don't mean to make you back to you now, see how you feel about it. <laughs> You would like still water out of a glass bottle. Pop it onto the bread. You want crusty French bread that is so crusty it makes people laugh out loud when they bite into it. From a 1983 Tesco, as a child sat in the trolley eating it. Starter, you would like a plate of Elvis and Vitamin Sam sausages for the table with ketchup. Also, you'd like for yourself some salmon sashimi with pickled ginger. Main course, sea bass with steamed greens, spinach with nutmeg, green beans, tender stem broccoli, dope wise potatoes, and a 50p sized disc of steak with English mustard on it. Side dish, a box of milk tray, third tier, just Turkish delight. Drink, V60 hand-brewed coffee made with geisha beans, made by coffee-based YouTuber James Hoffman, and a can of Grolsch and a pint of Ribena. <laughs> Dessert, Little Chef's Mississippi Mud Cake, brackets cold. How do you feel about that? What a night. <laughs> Imagine eating that stuff. Oh my God. And then there's the, 
the, the, the special fried rice, the shredded chili beef that, that almost made the cut. Yeah. Food is fantastic. <laughs> Isn't food great? Oh, my God. It is. <laughs> it truly really is. After the dream meal, we're all going clubbing, right? Well, that was the yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going clubbing after that, We're right? going clubbing, yeah. But we've got a nice VIP roped-off area where, where we're going to sit with our trousers down because we're full. <laughs> I'm hoping the rope's doing us many favours there. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. That was the off menu menu of Alice James. <laughs> thank you so much for coming to our first Royal Albert Hall thank show. You've been absolutely well. fantastic. Thank, thank you very much. much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Well, there we are. It, we were mean about Ellis at the beginning, but he was a yeah. good guest, wasn't he? The Royal Albert Hall. He was Albert a fa- fa- fabulous guest, and also, uh, you know, I suppose yes. we should encourage people to listen to Ellis James and John Robbins on Radio Five Live, or wherever they get their podcasts, and they can listen to the socially distant sports bar. Yeah, and oh, what a time! Wherever they get their podcasts as well, I suppose we should. Yeah, I suppose so. And I think Ellis and John are going to two podcasts a week soon, so there's going to be a lot of Ellis and John content. So if you enjoyed Ellis, then and yeah. you don't listen to his podcasts already. I mean, what a treat you've got. I, yeah. I mean, he's already released enough episodes for the rest of your life. Thanks for coming on the show, Ellis. And thanks for listening, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or amusing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.